You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What's up, guys? Kels Charles and Megan Murray here, and you are listening to Girls Talking Boys in partnership with SB Nation. As always, hello. Hello. Happy Monday. We survived another weekend in 2021. What it do? We survived Snowmageddon 2021, my dear Meadow, I think is what you were trying to say. <laughs> the snowpocalypse? The snowpocalypse. You know what? It was tough, but we made it. <laughs> like, looks like we made it. I appreciate the fact that, as my friend, I know you grew up largely in Texas, but you have northern roots. So you understand my jabs and my just general, the hilarity that surrounds Texas when any sort of winter weather hits. It is um, any not- sort of precipitation, whether it be frozen or not. <laughs> You're so true. <laughs> like if, if the Dallas infrastructure would allow it, I guarantee you the city of Dallas would try to put down sand during a rainstorm because they think that would work. Like they don't know. Something they don't gotta know. help us because Lord knows we cannot drive. <laughs> <laughs> when there's water in the air. It is so ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. It's so funny. Uh, I'll tell a quick short story um, because I just. A quick short story. Yeah. Um, and why is my phone beeping when it's on silent? Apple, get your life together. Okay. Anyways. Um, so I used to work at Nordstrom when I lived in Austin and this my best friend is from Alaska and so she worked with me and I'm, I grew up in Kansas City so like ice and winter weather is like pretty typical stuff that like I just grew up with and we had one of these like very kind of minimal winter storms here in in, in Texas and they were like losing their minds like the store manager and I remember my friend Callie and I were like we were like telling her like oh, we're like oh you know, black ice, like we're probably going to have to close the store. So they like shut down the store like <laughs> five o'clock and we're like, this is amazing. <laughs> Best day ever. <laughs> I mean, when six snow flurries accumulate in Texas, they're like, put down the sand. And I'm like, sand really doesn't do a lot, guys. But like, OK. Um, anyway. Well, and you know what's funny is that Austin got all the snow. Like they got like three and a half inches and we got yeah. flurries. What kind of mess is that? It makes none sense. And I don't understand. And I'm like, can I 
even blame global warming because that feels very targeted. Like how does, <laughs> how does someone like south of us? I'm like, who did? Like I don't get it. I'm I'm upset about it, but okay. Um. So, anyways, I'm glad we survived. Just for the record. Yeah, and look outside. It's uh, you know, sun. Yeah. Not a not a flurry on the ground. Today literally uh is just it's just you wouldn't even know wouldn't even know um but it was a great day yesterday to like stay indoors like get all cozy and watch some football so can't complain too hard on that i want to talk about yesterday because we'll obviously talk some cowboy stuff the 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 dc search and you know literally as we're recording this dan quinn could potentially very well be signing paperwork who knows i mean there's lots of talk that 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 hire could be made by today um but you know again who knows uncertainty always looms and the cowboys do things on their timeline so um we are just a part of their world but um yesterday's just this weekend super wild card weekend i freaking loved it like i i think there's a lot of people that were unsure about adding another team to the playoffs and if this weekend wasn't confirmation that it was a phenomenal idea, I don't know what more you want. And on top of it, it was so great. It was so great. great. Like give me football all day on Saturday and Sunday. Like I freaking loved it. And then, and then to cap it off, I get a national championship tonight. Like this is one of the best sports weekends of all time. It would only be better if my team was playing in it, but here we are. That's um, true, but also we didn't lose, so that's a great. Uh, you know what, Megan? Little a little victory. A little victory. <laughs> a very fair point. Thank you for pointing that out. Um, I I don't know about you, but I think I might be a really big fan of the Nickelodeon broadcast that they did of the Saints Bears game. I forgot that was happening until like I saw all this SpongeBob in my timeline. I was like, Why are we talking about SpongeBob when the game was on? I was like, Oh. First of all, I feel as though now that we have talked about SpongeBob while the game is on, we should never not talk about SpongeBob while the game is on. Well, Just would, a thought. That would require me watching SpongeBob, so we'll work. Uh, yeah, it would actually. Yeah, I I don't I I don't know. I can't confirm nor deny because I don't remember. I'm pretty sure though that I haven't seen an entire SpongeBob episode in my entire life. Kelsey Charles. <laughs> <laughs> why am i surprised i don't know man i feel like you should. i don't know why i'm surprised but i know why i'm upset <laughs> like i can sing some of the songs and like i know the the actual references but if i've ever seen it live in the flesh that would probably very likely be an incorrect assumption <laughs> best time to wear a striped sweater is all the time <laughs> um yeah so anyways i love <laughs> broadcast with in nickelodeon outside of the probably millions of references that i didn't get because i don't watch tv uh but uh i loved the slime i thought it was great i loved nate burleson was phenomenal i just think I love Nate Burleson in general. Like he's a lovely man and like, he's so talented and so freaking awesome. And it was so fun to see. And if I can, if I may, because you know, I like to nerd out on the sports bit and the business side of sports. 
and I, I, I tweeted about it. Um, literally, Apple, get your life together. I, dude, I literally have my phone on silent, and it's like, it's like in the distance, giving me like, ping, and I'm like, bitch, you're on mute. Get in, get your life together. Anyways, can't deal with this today. I know it's the Monday. Um, so if you guys hear something in the background, it's just because I'm really popular. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Absolutely. And one of the people that I blow up the world with on all across all mediums is on this phone call with me right now. So, you know, what gives? <laughs> so um, it's just a little less blow we up than it would be. Yes, precise. Um, so from a business side of things, guys, I, you know, my nine to five is in sports marketing and I love this stuff. So, you know, it's no new news. It's, yeah, we've talked about it before and I'm not going to talk about the reasoning why or what your belief into why it's happening or not. I'm just going <laughs> to straight facts. The NFL has seen a decline in viewership. Okay. And it, I, I'm not, I'm I really not concerned with why. Well, I know some people are, but that's not what we're going to discuss right now. But as a marketer, a lot of times there are, you talk a lot about your audiences, how you cultivate them, how you're, how you're, you're organizing them, how you're you know, developing them, but also how you're generating new leads. You know, a lot of times with these audiences that you already have developed in your markets, they are at a certain age and they can age out very easily. And, and, and so cultivating new audiences is a really big deal. And future audiences like the kids who are kids right now, but who could be your loyal viewers down the road. That's a big deal. And you also have to be ethical in how you approach it too. Like you can't be like pimping out your services to children because marketing to kids has a lot of regulations, but either way, right. Nickelodeon was brilliant in what they did with that in the, in the NFL. And um, I just thought that was so smart and getting kids involved in this. It was sport. fun. It was, man. It was fun. It, not I, only did kids get involved, but you know, like our age group was, I was like, who's getting slimed? Let's go. I was the slime in the end zone was hilarious. And Nate Burleson opening up the slime mid broadcast, like sticking his hands in it. I was like, I relate to you on such a deep level right now, my friend, like all the kinship is here. <laughs> I just, I, that was a really enjoyable way to watch a game, even as a, um, you know, self-proclaimed adult. Yeah. Yeah. That's up for debate, but you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. Well, um, either way, I just thought it was so smart and I love that. I enjoyed it. Um, we kind of got spoiled with some good games in general. I mean, the, I, I think everyone in the world was watching the Browns and Steelers. Wait, before we get too far from this, oh, did you watch any Nickelodeon shows? Um, no. I don't. Hold on. Uh, mm, mm, like Rugrats. I mean, I like occasionally. Yeah, I didn't watch a lot of TV growing up, like straight up. That was, if I, if you, like, I don't know a show that I watched religiously, like at all, like at all growing up because I was, I just didn't watch a lot of TV. I'm trying to think, like, I don't think I really, this is, feels really weird. I don't think I had a show that I like watched religiously. Like I never watched cartoons really. Like I didn't get up and like 
We weren't the family that had the TV in the kitchen while you ate. You didn't watch one Saturday morning? I don't even know what that is. Oh, my God. Like, straight up, don't even know what that is. Yeah, that's real talk. It had all your Saturday morning programming, and they were all cartoons, and they were great. Yeah, no, I was outside. (laughs) I was on the couch. And then (laughs) later, when I was fully awake. (laughs) Yeah, no, I was like, immediately when I would wake up, I would be like, I would be running around outside. Like my parents' biggest concern was not whether or not I was watching like something that was appropriate on TV. It was like whether or not I was wearing shoes. Like my parents were genuinely concerned when I was younger because I never wore shoes. They were like, is she okay? Like doctor, is she going to be okay? Like, should we be making her wear shoes when she's going outside and running around the cold sack? And they're like, you don't want to get a nail in your foot. They were like, we think she's fine. We think, I mean, we're not, she's not fine, but like relatively speaking, she's fine. <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't watch. I literally could not name a cartoon that I watched growing up. That's a true story. Like, wow. I'm sure I watched them occasionally. Like, I think like Barney was on and yeah. Yeah. Ah, from the GFW Metroplex. Yeah, yeah. We watched, I watched the Barney every once in a while when I was like real baby. Um, yeah, man. I don't know. It's really odd. So that's my childhood, not TV-esque. <laughs> but damn it if I didn't watch some Olsen twins, okay? Like. At least we have that. At least we have that. Like I, I was cultured in some sense. So bless up. Mary Kate and Ashley. <laughs> um, but switching gears because I did watch, I do watch TV now, guys. I did watch the games this weekend. Uh, I watch a lot of sports things. And the Browns Steelers game, y'all, that low key was blowing my mind. Like, I cannot say that I expected that. Talk about a tortured fan base. And the only thing that could have made it better is if somehow the organ, the, the arrangement could have been the Browns could have played the Bills. Like talk, like again, like two tortured fan bases, like facing off against each other <laughs> in the playoffs that like they both, it's been like things we don't need to see. I know. Like, seriously, that was incredible. I mean, that game was just so insane. That was so wild to me and, you know, happy for the Browns. Sad if you're yeah, I'm really happy for them. And, um, you know, I hope they en- enjoyed this week because next week's not going to be very fun. <laughs> Dude, literally, I – but I thought that about this week. I really did, man. And I didn't. I feel like the Steelers were, like, a good-bad team. Like, a bad team that won a lot, which makes them good. I see. But I, they weren't anything impressive to me. They have – we always beat them. We're bad. They have they have the best, arguably defensive line, and it, I can't. And they didn't even. I, I think it was like I think there was NFL Next Gen came out and they didn't even have like a pressure on on uh, on Baker, which blows my mind. And yeah. I really do like the, the that roster, like that talent. There's talent on that roster. It's not as chock full yeah. as I think it's always been. But they just – they beat themselves. And that was what was crazy to me. Like, that first couple of series where, you know, Cleveland got up and, like, literally was shutting them out. Within, and like, five minutes. It was insane. It was like, yikes. And it, Cleveland doesn't even have, like, a great defense. Like, they have a good – They didn't practice. It, it's, it's, 
it was des it was sports destiny for that to happen. And that's and by that coupled with I think I tweet I tweeted this, but I was like, the only other explanation is that the Space Jam aliens came down and like stole the Steelers skill sets. Cause that's what bit Big Ben looked like he forgot how to play. It was wild. It was absolutely insane. Yeah. My point being the Steelers and the Chiefs are not the same. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the Chiefs so, are, I think I, I love the, I'm really enjoying the Browns, but I, this will be a much, uh, much bigger feat this weekend for them. Um, well, the, the Chiefs, a bad day for the Chiefs is Patrick Mahomes not throwing eight touchdowns. Like anything less than eight yeah. touchdowns is like a bad day for him. So I agree with you. I feel like it's going to be a. We could get like a big 12, like QB shoot off out of it though. Like that's happened with Baker before. Yeah. I just feel yeah. like. Was I'm it Baker gonna... against uh, Patrick Mahomes? Has this happened before? Uh the quarterbacks I don't I don't know I don't know but it would be that would have been a tech and, and I mean it's likely yeah. they both in the same division um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to slander Baker because I think that um he's a good quarterback but I think really he didn't have to do anything in that game it was all the backfield with with Chubb and Kareem Hunt and and like that backfield is so insane and unfair it's I mean obviously you've got I I I just I was so impressed by what this team was able to put together their offense is scary and their offensive line like can we talk about just losing Bill Callahan for a minute I know you're not the biggest Bill Callahan fan because uh, Nebraska but like yo it, it I think there's something to be said for the production behind that line. I mean, literally, you've got guys that were on fishing boats no less than three months ago, putting up all pro-esque numbers behind that offensive line. I think they had a guard that literally introduced himself to Baker in the locker. I mean, it was just like crazy, the storyline. So I, I say all that because I just, I feel like, I feel like they they have a really incredible offense, but I feel like Baker is he's ballsy and it makes up for him maybe not being as elite as some other quarterbacks. How's that? Okay, but I was correct though. I just want to circle back <laughs> because it's the first time they've played since this game as pros. Or sorry, first time they played as pros since that game. There was a uh, 66 to 59 Wait, with, uh, they combined for 1,708 yards of offense. Are you talking about Baker and yeah, the Baker and Mahomes matchup from college, Texas tech and Oklahoma. That's dope. Let's yeah. Go. Ha. I was like, I did remember that. Right. Well, that makes sense. Cause I'm of a wombat and you have the memory of whatever has a good memory. You're like, you're basically in Mensa. So (laughs) I just remember really weird, like, like specs. And then I have to like Google it to find the whole picture. Yeah. Well, at least it'll be entertaining from a storyline perspective. So that's see just building out the storylines. Yeah. That's for the weekend. I got you covered. Um, all right. So we've got that to look forward to on top of obviously the game tonight. That'll be fun. Uh, college game. 
But a couple other things. Let's talk Cowboys because that's what uh, the team that we cover. <laughs> um, so Tony Romo, I would say it was announced during the broadcast, but then he also admitted that he got the football beforehand. So anyways, uh, Jim Nance, when they were doing the CBS broadcast this weekend, announced that Tony Romo was being inducted into the College Football Hall of Fame. He's the class of 2021, which is awesome. Congratulations to him on that. You've got guys like Bob Stoops and Darren Sproles that are also in that mix, all very deserved of said honors. What were your thoughts? Do you like when they announce those types of things on air and like surprise them like that? Like, or are you like, okay, this is played out now? Oh, I love a reaction video. Like I, I like to feel like, I mean, sure. It, maybe it should feel like an intimate moment to them, but I like it's why I like reality TV. I want to be, I want to be there when it happens. I want to see it. Yeah. So I like it. I thought it was great. I mean, it was pretty funny too. Cause he was like, he was like, Oh no, Jim, like, thank you so much. Like I'm shocked. Then he was like, well, yeah, you know, I got the ball yesterday. They mailed it to me. My kids, my boys were trying to play with it. So, <laughs> <laughs> I guess it really wasn't as uh as much of a secret as we were hoping it would be but you know either way good for him so that's exciting you're right our, way to go Tony. i know our quarterback is in the news doing big things congratulations to Tony on that um some other cowboys news though maybe dealing with more people that are actually in the facility doing something for the current team the defensive coordinator position role and hopefully by the time we post this, it still won't be filled. So this will be a, a timely and factually accurate podcast. But whatever, <laughs> here we are. Um, it is what it is, you guys. Thus far, it's factually accurate. <laughs> so there's been a couple of people that have, they've talked about interviewing for the role. And there's been some names that have been thrown around. I, mean, I know we've talked about even internal candidates that could make some sense that have, you know, played in that role before, especially back, uh, like, like I think with Philbin, that might have been an option. Um, you know, obviously he did some time with McCarthy in, in the Green Bay and, and, and he was a head coach over in Miami and we know that didn't work out. But either way, it looks like Dan Quinn um, is the number one target, at least by the report standards. And I'd like to get your thoughts on if that were to happen, how would you feel? Um, I kind of like that pick. Um, for DC, it's easy to, for me to stay short-sighted and like, what have you done lately? But I, it just might be one of those things where he really wasn't meant for the head coaching job or at least in what, where he landed. Um, but like he was the DC for Seattle during the Legion of Boom, if I remember correctly. So, I mean, he has the chops for it. He's a defensive mind. Um, I don't, I think that's a good pick. Yeah. I think a lot of people are pointing to the, <laughs> the beginning of this year and you know what? Listen, I, I get it. I get it. But I just, I, I feel comfortable with it. I actually feel it, invigorated by it how's that like excited might be you have yeah like you have him pinpointed on one part of the like the overall team not 
HCs where you're like focused on every cog and peg in the wheel. Like this is what he's good at. Yeah. I, it just seems, it seems right to me. Yeah. I, I, I totally agree with you. Um, I feel a hundred percent comfortable with that move. If that were indeed what he was going to do. I mean, yeah, like you said, he, he, he was a big reason why Seattle became what it became in that regard. And, um, as we know, that is an area of concern for our team. So I just a bit. I wouldn't hate if he wanted to channel that energy and bring. I want my legion to be booming. Same man. I would love to have a guy like that get his hands on a talent like Trayvon Diggs. Like, don't ruin Diggs for me, okay? Like, I need someone who is proven who can really truly bring the best out and develop guys like that. And could you imagine if we got another, I mean, we're going to go draft more secondary. Like this is the perfect, perfect setup for a guy with a pedigree like that to come in and truly have the opportunity to mold this defense into what he wants it to be. It's, it's not necessarily a clean slate, but it's like damn near a starting point where, because Lord knows we didn't make any progress this past year. So like, here you go um, <laughs> on you, you have your opportunity to write your name all over this and truly, truly lead this defensive side of the team. And I, for one, am here for that. Yeah, I'm super here for it. I talk myself into it more by the hour. It better happen. And not to mention, like, if you think about it, we talk a lot about Seattle's defense. And I think what was great about Seattle, I mean, he not only served as a defensive coordinator for Seattle for that 13, 14 year, but also he he was a defensive line coach too. And that's what really what his background is. He's He works on the secondary. But what I think was something that we didn't really discuss during the time of the Legion of Boom was – you all, you, you know, you knew you had those guys, you know, in the secondary, the Sherms and, and, and the talent was insane. Right. But yeah, what was so impressive to me about that Seattle defense was the guys on the, the defensive front, because the defensive front truly, I personally think made the secondary better when you have a defensive front that can penetrate the pocket and, and pressure the quarterback. It forces the quarterback to a have to make plays and then he's forcing plays into your secondary and if your secondary is stacked or at least competent then it's 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 almost you have to make sure you don't make any mistakes so i almost the legion of boom got a lot of credit which they should have but it was that defensive line in my opinion they were just as to the we, they needed to get as much credit in my opinion as the legion of boom so i am really excited about what he brings and obviously with the departure of Tom Sula too, there's a need to fill that D line coach as well. So I feel like this is almost like a kill two birds with one stone higher if that and does indeed happen. Yeah. Let's go make my legion boom again. So we've successfully convinced ourselves this is a good idea. So I'm glad that we did that. <laughs> 
<laughs> We're just in our own echo chamber over here. So y'all let us know what you think. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. We were, I was like, well, you know, I don't know. And then you're like, well, and I was like, well, actually. <laughs> <laughs> now that you put it that way. <laughs> let me find some facts that back up my only narrative. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um anyway. at least we're self-aware <laughs> yeah listen here we are guys um i we would love to hear what your thoughts are on the dc search if you are comfortable, sound yeah with yeah give us some feedback because lord knows we need it based off of what we just did <laughs> uh, the dan quinn hire if that would be something that would happen um or if you're like no what the f we'd love to hear your thoughts um before we end though i do want to just go ahead and do one thing and um laugh at Philadelphia, because what are you doing, Philly? <laughs> oh my God. Like, literally. <laughs> uh, idiots. Philly fools. I, I like bless up because 2020 is look 2021 is looking up. That is, you are so dumb. That is so dumb. What do you he won a Super Bowl three years ago and your quarterback is broken. And you're like, <laughs> I'm done. And I'm like, I, 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 here's what you can't do, Meg. You can't fake stupid. And No, you can't. <laughs> and that to me. But you can laugh at it. I, I'm like, can we hire him? What can we hire him for? Because I think he's a great coach. I'm just going to say it. I like, I like Peterson. I'm glad I could say it now because he's not with the team that I don't like. So I have always liked Peterson. I think he's a good coach. Um, and I saw a report today that came out, Ian Rappaport was like, it basically came down to him not being like, liking being told what to do all the time, which tells me that he was pretty much forced to throw that game as if we didn't all know that already. So meddling ownership, meddling in the affairs that they shouldn't be meddling in. Let your coaches coach, man. Um, it's just, it's silly. You're it's so dumb. It's so stupid. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be mean, but it's so dumb. I cannot, I cannot, I don't get it. And I'm really interested to see where he ends up. Cause he has the pick of the litter from what I can tell. I mean, but like Robert Sala is definitely going to be a head coach and Eric, you know, the enemy as well, but like still, that's only two of the six jobs <laughs> that are open. Yep. <laughs> so like, he's got some time to figure it out. I just, oh man, I love beating Philadelphia. And I just really hope they do something extra dumb on top of this. And I don't even know what they're going to do, but I hope it's stupid. And if history likes to repeat. Oh, money to not have Carson Wentz anymore. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> so ridiculous, man. I cannot, I cannot believe they did that like that is so unintelligent so I knew Philadelphia wasn't smart but I didn't realize they weren't like they were that not smart yeah you know Philly gonna Philly all right so literally on that note I have nothing good to say about them like I'm so in shock yeah We'll just go down a spiral of like, let's say the meanest things about Philly. I'm just like, you are trash. You are big, big. Take them while they're down. All the imagery of the NFC East is you. You are 
<laughs> the middle, the eye of the hurricane of the garbage can universe. You suck and you are stupid. Okay. Oh, that's silly. All right, we're done. I just <laughs> cannot believe that. <laughs> I don't mean to give that, but I do mean that I think it's a ridiculous move. So um, I also believe that is a ridiculous move. But you know what? It benefits us. So YOLO. Um, all right, guys. Yeah, yeah, thanks so much for hanging out with us. And um, we are actually going to be doing our shows once a week after this week. So just heads up on that. Um, we'll announce the timing. I know Blog and the Boys will have the lineups for the off season because I know you love hearing our beautiful voices, but I'm sure, um, as you can imagine, since the Cowboys aren't playing, you would have to listen to the train wreck that is me talk about how I haven't watched Nickelodeon for a solid hour straight or, you know, maybe we'll just make her watch an episode of SpongeBob a week and then we'll recap it and (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that would be girls talking boys for the 2021 offseason. And then there's only so many things we can talk about Dak's contract about. So like, yeah, I mean, we can insert a, a, a segment each time where I just tell Philly that they're stupid, which I can obviously fill that. Actually, let's do that anyways. Okay, perfect. So we have, if you listen, petition to have two episodes and that's what it is. SpongeBob and calling Philly stupid. Like you let us know, we'll make it happen. Otherwise it'll be once a week. And until the season begins again, till we're all back to normal, we're all happy and go lucky again. Um, yeah, we'll keep you guys already missing now. football. I know, all right. not even over. So sad. <laughs> um, guys, thanks for hanging out with us. We really do appreciate you and everything you do for us, and just being supportive and amazing human beings. If you are not subscribed to the Blog of the Boys podcast, make sure you are subscribed wherever you get your podcast, whether it's Spotify, Apple, iTunes, or Stitcher. Also, you can follow us on the YouTube. Megan, in light of what I said, I just feel like you should just close us out because, you know, it just proving these words are more true than ever before. Leave the people with what they need to know. Dallas forever. Philly for never. Dougie. Come to Dally. We'll find a consultant role for you, my guy. Don't worry. Teach me how to Dougie. (laughs) Bye, guys. (laughs) 